everybody, and welcome to the Substance of Choice podcast, the podcast about finding substance in your life after you quit your substance of choice. As always, I'm your host, Tara, and I am once again (laughs) very excited to be here. Um, I haven't recorded an episode in a couple months. I have, because I recorded like all of these in September, it's November now, so it's been a while. Um, I didn't upload last week, to be honest, guys. I have had a very chaotic couple weeks. I've been all over the place, but I have time and space now to record and to start putting these out, so I'm very excited for that. Um, And if you are watching the video version of this episode, you will probably notice that I had Invisalign before, (laughs) I don't have it anymore. That was very exciting. I had it for 44 weeks and it was interesting, but I finally don't have it anymore. And I'm very excited not to have it because it was really annoying and I had a little bit of a lisp. So it was a good time. I actually had braces in high school and didn't wear my retainer. And then I got braces as a 30 year old. So that was quite, um, that was fun, but I'm really glad to have them off. So I think I'm really happy with how they turned out. Anyway, let's move on to the topic of today. And the topic I have chosen for this week's episode is where to start when you're starting over. Because that's the crux of it, isn't it? Like once we quit drinking or starting over, we have so much space and so like there's just so much that goes into it. Like quitting alcohol or like whatever substance you're using That's like, it's not half the battle. It's a huge part of the battle, obviously. But then after finding a life and filling up your time and your days and everything you do with things that will bring you into a new phase of life, like that's really hard. And to be super transparent with you guys, um, this episode is actually dedicated to someone that I love very dearly. Um, today, like literally the day I'm recording this episode, it's not going to be when I post, but right now as I'm speaking, um, someone I love has completed their three month stay in rehab and they are graduating from their program today. And I could not be more proud or excited for them in this new chapter of life. And it just is really brought me back to, I was actually going to talk about like relapse today and something else having to do with relapse and like moving into the holidays but I just felt very drawn to this because I remember so deeply what it feels like to walk out of rehab and to have all of these tools that you haven't yet used but you've learned them and then to start going out into the world and your family's scared you're scared like you're terrified of relapsing and you're terrified of just life because life that you knew does not exist anymore. You are building something completely new. So again, this episode is dedicated to someone that I'm so proud of. Um, They don't listen to this podcast. I don't even know if they know this podcast exists to be quite honest with you, but I just wanted to say that I'm so proud. And so today we're gonna talk about where to start when you're starting over. I think at the core, sobriety starts here. Like obviously sobriety starts when you stop drinking and when you stop using your substance of choice. But like to me, 
now having a very full life in sobriety, I look at that more as abstinence. Because to me, sobriety starts when you start living. But that's the hardest part, right? How do you repurpose your old life? Can you repurpose your old life? Can you bring elements of your old life into this new one that you're creating? The people in your life, the places in your life, the things you do, the things you fill up your time with, everything your job like literally everything about your life how do you how do you bring that with you into the future can you bring it with you into the future how are you supposed to set boundaries how are you supposed to set everything up like there's just so much there's so many questions flying around and it can be very confusing so basically what i'm going to do is i'm going to sit here and tell you how i was able to do it and like what i did all right so let's go back 10 years and let's see what did I do? I did a lot. <laughs> I did a lot of things, but first and foremost, I went to rehab. Um, that was obviously incredibly helpful for me. Not everyone has that opportunity. So I'm not going to talk so much about rehab and like that whole process. I also started going to therapy. Um, and I also went on a previous episode, talked about all the things that I started doing in order to start living a sober life. Um, but in this episode, I'm going to kind of talk about more of like the over, like the, the overall shape of everything in my life. So when I got out of rehab, I had obviously had a lot of time. I think my rehab program was like three months, two months. I can't remember specific, maybe it was like 12 weeks. I think it was a three month program, but I basically had a lot of time and space to look at my life from a distance and see what was working and what wasn't working for me and why I was never able to pull myself away from drinking. So when I was looking at my life, I had, it was just very obvious that everything in my life was set up to drink. My friends, I, okay, I was 21, like I was living in a college town. If you are from America, you probably know what College Station in Texas A&M is. I was living in College Station and I wasn't in school, like I wasn't going to Texas A&M. I went to like the community college, Blinn. Um, but like I was working at a bar. All of my friends were college students. My boyfriend was the bartender of the bar that I was working at. Um, and at the bar that I was working at, I was allowed to drink after I got off work. So that was super convenient for me. Um, I changed all of my shifts as much as I could so I wouldn't have to close because the bar closes at like, what, what time did it close? Like 1 or 2 a.m.? I can't remember. I would always try to switch my shifts. I would try to get out early so I could get out and drink every day. Um, again, my friends, college-aged kids in a college town, what did we do? We drank. My whole life was set up so that I could drink. Drinking was my entire personality. My Like my entire personality. I like if you took the beer out of my hand, I wouldn't know who I was or what to say or what to do. I would have no clue where to start. I was orbiting alcohol. Like alcohol was my sun. It was the center of my universe. And I was just circling it on a daily basis because it had overshadowed any wants or any desire or anything within me. And it just became so normal after a while because all of my friends were doing it. I was in a college town. It was what everyone was doing on Friday and Saturday night. It was what, what everyone was doing on a Tuesday night because I was at a bar working, seeing everyone drink on a Tuesday night. So I was just in this like 
cyclical pattern of drinking's okay every day it's what everyone's doing like it's just it just kept going round and round and round for a lot of people in sobriety they can just quit drinking and kind of move on because their friends don't do it as much as they do maybe they're in a completely different situation maybe they're not college age maybe they're like maybe they are one of the only drinkers in their friend group and they can just kind of phase it out and everything goes on as normal but for me, that was not the case. I cannot relate to that because, again, my entire life was drinking. My entire, just who I was at the core was alcohol. And I had nothing else. Or I did. I shouldn't say that. I did have other things. My desires, my wants, my needs, my everything. But it had been so repressed from my desire to drink that I was so disconnected from it. I really didn't know who I was. So when I got out of rehab, I was looking at this life that orbited alcohol and realized like I cannot take any of this with me. Nothing about this life will help me succeed in a sober one afterwards. And I think a really huge thing that happens to a lot of people that I've spoken to a lot of people about over my entire time of sobriety when they have questions is people want change without changing. People want to quit drinking and to continue living their life because it's all that they know. It's very scary. It's very terrifying to have to carve something completely new out of something that you are so used to. Because it is very traumatic to just start living a different life. Like you're, you're living one life one day, you wake up and then you're living a completely new one. That shift, that mindset change, that that completely different thing that you're doing, that period of time is very traumatic and very hard. You are completely giving up you. You are giving up who you think you are as a human being. You don't know yourself anymore. This, this is you. That drinking version of you is you. And so when you wake up and then stop doing that and then live a completely different life, that's like, that is so hard. And I, I get that and I understand that. And so many people try to hold on to so many things from their past and move forward into their sober life because it brings them comfort. People want change without change. And I'll be honest, guys, that does not work. That didn't work for me. Maybe there's one or two people out there who can bring all of that old stuff with them into their life and it's totally fine. It doesn't bother them and they can just move on, but that's not what it was like for me. I had to completely give up everything in my life because everything in my life was centered around alcohol. For so many months, I had woken up after a night of drinking and said, that was the last time. That's it. I'm not doing it anymore. I can't believe I did this last night. I can't believe I said this last night. I'm so sick. I'm so embarrassed. I have the shakes. Like, I just can't keep doing this anymore. And about four hours into my day, I had already decided that I was going to drink because someone had texted me. There was something happening, something going on. I had something bad happen to me. So I was just just deciding that I wasn't going to drink anymore was not enough for me because everything in my life was still pointing back to alcohol. So I was setting myself up for failure every single time I decided that I wasn't going to drink. So when I got out of rehab, I decided that I had to change things. Otherwise, I would never change. And that was a really terrifying thought for me. 
because for me, my drinking was very severe and very crazy. And it was like a near death experience for me. So I knew I didn't want to go back there. So when I got out of rehab, I was looking at my life and I was like, okay, everything's got to go. Like my friends, my boyfriend, my job, the place that I was living. When like I've talked about this in other episodes, but like when I say I did like a complete chop of my life, that's exactly what I did. I I packed up my things, walked out of the door of the place that I was living and literally never spoke to any of those people ever again. None of my roommates who one of which was my like best friend at the time. I wrote my boyfriend a letter. I had him come pick it up and I gave it to him and then he walked away and that was it. Like I never spoke to any of these people again. I never walked into my job again. I never stepped foot in the place that I was living again. Like I was, I was just done. I had to completely move up and move away because I knew at the time I did not have the strength to carry on. I did not have the strength to change without changing. And that saved my life. That decision to completely change my life, to completely uproot everything, that's why I'm still here. Um, But I think it goes deeper than that as well, because that's just kind of where to start when you're starting over. But then comes living your life. Then comes, you know, actually stepping forward and living a new life. And this is also a very scary, but to me, the the most exciting part about getting sober, like every time... People come to me and say that they're getting sober and they're really scared and like I completely get it. But like I am always so excited for them and I try not to be like too excited (laughs) when I'm speaking to them because I know, I remember it's such a devastating, such a horrible, horrible, horrible place to be. But I also remember looking back like this is the time to build the life that you want exactly the life that you want this is a blank canvas this time in your life is it seems horrendous and horrible and terrible and it seems like like literally every negative word that you can think of but this time of making decisions and putting one foot forward in front of the other and you're walking to this new place that is the most beautiful part of sobriety and Like I said this in the last episode, but like I feel like that part is the gift of being sober. That is a gift. How many people throughout their whole lives get to analyze everything and think, you know what? I'm not heading in the right path. Like this is not my trajectory. I am miserable. We we all know how many unhappy people that there are, but how many people actually change overnight? How many people uproot everything that they know? and walk towards a life that brings them genuine happiness and genuine fulfillment. It is rare that that happens, which is why I think sobriety is such a gift, which I've said in every episode and probably will continue to say in every episode. But this is where you start. You are out of rehab, you quit drinking, you are in therapy or like whatever, whatever your situation looks like, like you're looking forward and you're like, what do I do now? I don't have any of these old friends anymore, or maybe I do. Maybe I'm just not talking to them at the moment. I'm not going out to bars. I'm not doing all the old things that I used to do. I'm taking a break. I'm taking time and space just for me. Where do I go forward? 
And I didn't really realize I was doing this at the time, but let me kind of, let me kind of tell you a story and well, not kind of tell you a story. I'm going to tell you a story and looking like you can take it whatever way you want. Some people might say it's coincidence or meant to be or whatever, like however you look at it, I think it all started from me going back to my roots. So before I drank alcohol, before I started having, you know, OCD, anxiety, before I had an eating disorder, before all of these things started happening to me and all these things I started to engage in when I was like a very young teenager, who was I? I went back and thought to who I was as a child. And, and I know that that can open up a completely new can of trauma for you. And this can also be a difficult part. But I really think this is why I've had success in my sobriety. Because I went back. I went way back. I really, really, really went through a phase of self-discovery. And it all started with me thinking back of me before alcohol happened. Before I went to high school. Before all of these things. Who was I? as a kid what did I enjoy doing as a child because we are essentially all the same as we were when we were children we've just been molded and shaped by society and expectations and things that aren't even of us so by the time you turn into an adult you are shaped by things that have nothing to do with your wants and needs so what did I like when I was a kid what did I do in my free time I always liked art I always loved reading. I was always very good at writing. I, on like in, my siblings and I would come home and play video games every single day um, with my dad. I loved my family so deeply. There was just so much that I had kind of moved and walked away from as I started drinking because drinking left absolutely no room for any creativity or time alone or all of these things like my life just completely turned into a drinking one so my life wasn't so much shaped by expectation and you know responsibility and whatever it was more shaped by alcohol so one of the first decisions i made is to open up a twitch account i'm sure many of you maybe all of you maybe some of you have heard of twitch it's the streaming video game platform where it's kind of like youtube but you just live stream yourself playing video games and that is what I started doing. I thought back to like, hmm, okay, what did I like to do when I was a kid? I like to be creative. I liked, I just listed all these things. So I actually, <laughs> not a lot of people know this, but I actually wrote um, two books. I wrote a memoir of my whole experience in alcoholism and a little bit of the aftermath. Um, and I also wrote a romance novel um, which I actually had several agents con not contact me about, but like I had sent it out to several agents and I actually got like responses from them, which is wild. Um, but I really just started going back to my roots. I started going back to doing things that I really enjoyed. And, you know, I, I was writing, I was being creative. I was like in this space where I was just kind of like day by day, step by step, like kind of rebuilding who I was. And I was indulging in things that made me feel good. Um, and one of the things I did was I opened up a Twitch account and I started streaming myself playing Zelda, like a really old video game, because that was my favorite game of all time. That's where life took off for me. 
And again, it could be coincidence. It could be meant to be. It could be this or that. But strangely enough, I actually, one of the last people in my friend group that I was drinking with, I had never heard of Twitch. Um, One of my very last drinking friends that I had made told me that there is this website where I could live stream. So once I got sober, I was so mentally wrecked. Like I had so many mental problems. My OCD was insane. I was having paranoid thoughts. I wasn't leaving the house. I wasn't eating. I wasn't drinking. Like I was just a complete disaster. Um, I was extremely agoraphobic, could not leave the house, could not drive. Like I was actually mentally disabled for a very long time. Um, So... I was looking at my situation and I was like, okay, I know this about myself. I know I enjoy video games. I'm not in a place right now where I can go out into the real world because I am very scared. I'm very sick. I'm very afraid. I don't want to relapse. I need the safety of my home. I started streaming on Twitch and I started making a little bit of money from it. And then what happens? Several months into me streaming on this platform, I met this guy named Phil. He lived in Canada and he streamed a Zelda game as well. And we started talking in a chat room like we were in the fifth grade, like AIM Instant Messenger, if anyone remembers that. Um, We started talking like every day. Then we started FaceTiming and or Skyping, actually, it was back then. But we eventually developed a relationship and then I ended up moving to Canada and then we ended up getting married. And, you know, now I have the life that I have. But... But I think the important thing to take away from all of that is I went back to who I was and who I was was not someone who went to a bar every night. Who I was was not someone who enjoyed going to raves like, you know, my exes and people in my life. I don't enjoy huge crowds. I didn't enjoy sleeping in until the very late afternoon I didn't enjoy being inactive I didn't enjoy not using my brain I didn't enjoy you know the lack of creativity and the lack of life that I had and the lack of connection that I had but alcohol had slowly turned my life into this emotionless connectionless dreary horrible place and I for some reason was so convinced that I loved it. I was so convinced that like I was having so much fun every single night, even though I was miserable. It's just so crazy to me that alcohol was so powerful that it was able to tell me that I am having fun. I'm having a great time. I'm living the most incredible, fun college life when everything about my life was completely falling apart. I was falling apart. But I was somehow convinced that like this was a good time. After I quit drinking and after I was able to start doing things that I genuinely enjoyed from way back in the day before alcohol had ever touched my life, I started building a life that felt so genuine to me. And I know this might sound so basic and like so duh, like of course you're going to do that. But a lot of people really get lost in this space because... We try to hold on so tightly to these things that were immediately around us after we quit drinking. But if you really analyze it, if you really take time and space to really see the whole overview of what's happening in your life, 
I think you're going to realize that all of these things, not maybe not all of them, but a lot of these things that you're holding on to so desperately for comfort are actually not comfortable at all. You left your comfort zone a long time ago. Like alcohol, like yes, alcohol is a comfort in many, many ways. There's absolutely no denying that. But I think alcohol also actually brings us out of our comfort zone. Because our comfort zones were who we were before we started drinking. And now we're out of our comfort zone and now we're doing things we hate and that we really don't like and that we're really miserable doing. We're hanging out with people that make us miserable. We're in toxic relationships. We are waking up hungover, anxiety. We are being horrible to our friends. We're being horrible to our loved ones. We're hurting people around us yet we hold on so tightly. I feel like I have success in sobriety for this long because I found a life that was exactly compatible with me because I went back to me before I started drinking and I implemented all of these things and I took everything that I truly loved and enjoyed and started doing them. And what did it bring me? It brought me people who were similar to me. It brought me people who were interested in the same things that I was interested in. It brought me to realize that like this was who I wanted to be and this version of myself, what was it made me the happiest I had ever been because in truth, drinking never made me happy. Drinking was a cover. Drinking was a compulsive thing that I had no control over. And I don't think it's a coincidence that I have this very strong, steady, stable marriage. I I don't have that just because I'm sober. I have that because I chose someone who was so in nature similar to me. Because when we drink, you know, we're wild cards. And if we have relationships that we start when we're drinking, we are not our true selves. And if you ever get sober and if your partner ever gets sober, hopefully you revert back to who you were and a lot of the times it's not compatible but I just everything about my life and everything that I have now is because obviously because I quit drinking but it's because I went back to who I was before I started drinking and taking the time to find who you were before you started drinking it takes time obviously it doesn't just come overnight you don't become who you were without alcohol immediately because you have you are stuck in this life it's like you've poured concrete all around yourself and like you are stuck in this life and you're like this is what i like this is who i am like this is exact and a lot of people move forward like that and they take all of these things and they stay in the same mindset and maybe some people find success like that but i couldn't i tried and it never worked for me i think I've said this a thousand times in this episode, but I really think that's why I have long-term success is because I shed that skin. I got out of the concrete that I had poured for myself and broken a mold and reverted back to who I was before I started drinking. I get messages all the time about people who have just recently quit drinking and they're trying to hold on to their old habits and they're trying to hold on to their old friends they're just trying so desperately not to drink because that's life like once you build a life you think that oh I can just drop alcohol and everything will be fine like I can just be sober in this life that I've built for myself and again some people are able to find success that way but I was not I wasn't able to find 
happiness that way. I wasn't able to find peace that way. I wasn't able to find joy that way. I wasn't able to find sobriety in that way. If you told me that, you know, at 21, I'm 31 now, if you had told me that as a 31-year-old, I would be a gym person, I would be, you know, living in Canada and, you know, have a house and a cat and be married to someone who plays video games for a living. And if you had told me that, you know, I wouldn't have a big friend group and I wouldn't be going out every Friday night and I actually found so much happiness and joy just from, you know, for example, last night I had three girls come over and we did like a Bob Ross, like Friday night Bob Ross session. Um, if you had told me that I would find more joy in painting on a Friday night than I would going out and going wild and crazy and like having so much like these fun experiences, like if you told me that, I wouldn't have believed you. But shedding alcohol made me shed a skin and I know who I am now without it and that's what brought me success that's how I did it that's what was able to propel me into this new life I didn't hold on to the things that were hurting me and that I didn't even realize that they were hurting me I didn't realize that the people the places the things everything that I was doing my hobbies my interests my actually lack of hobbies and interests my lack of personality, my lack of everything was due to alcohol. It wasn't because I didn't have anything to offer the world. It was because alcohol was taking everything that I had to offer to the world. That was a really big realization for me to make. But I'm so glad I made it. I'm so glad that I had that period of cutting everyone out and completely starting over and going back and taking the time to really discover myself because... You can, again, move forward in sobriety like everything's normal and just cut out alcohol. And maybe maybe people find joy and happiness in that. And I'm not saying it's impossible to do that. But I know there's a lot of people out there who try to hold on to all of the things that you're immediately around when you start drinking and you try to bring that into your new life. And for a lot of people, that does not work. And there, it is so scary. I want to validate that. It is so scary to start over. And it is so hard to have the want to even do that. But if you just push through it, if you let go of these things, as scary as it is, I'm telling you what is on the other side of that. The things, the people, the places, the joy, the gratitude, like the, like it's just, I can't even explain it. I can't even explain it. It's just, I say this like every episode, but like I'm always like, I can't explain it. It's so good. But that's really what it is. So where to start when you're starting over is you start with yourself. You go back, go way back. What do you enjoy? Who are you? Who, who were you before alcohol? Because I promise you, you might not feel like a whole person right now, but you were a whole person before you started drinking and you will become a whole person again once you move into your sobriety. I think that's it for me today. I don't, I could ramble about this topic forever, but I think I would just be like kind of talking in a circle. So <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna cut this one here. But I hope there was something I said or a theme or a topic or something that was discussed in this episode that you're able to take into your life because I want, I understand the want and the desire to hold on to your life and just move forward. But I'm telling you, shedding that, letting it go and just seeing what comes afterwards is the most beautiful part about sobriety. 
and I'm so excited for you to move forward. And if you take anything or if you have any questions or if there's anything you can do, you can always follow me on social media at hello. I am Tara on Instagram, TikTok, um, all the places. So if there's something you want discussed, always send me a DM. I would be so happy. I would be so happy to do an episode dedicated to a topic that you want talked about. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you next week. I hope you have a really wonderful week ahead. Um, I know we're about to start, so it's November. We're about to start moving into the holiday season and I have a lot of holiday how-tos coming out in the near future. So I'm so excited to get that out to y'all. But in the meantime, I hope you have a lovely week ahead and I'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.